Hi again, everyone. Welcome to another very, very special episode of Dead Men Talk. I think this is the series that almost won't ever go away because I, I, just when I think that I've, I've I've achieved everything I want to with it, someone else comes along that I really, really have to speak to. And lo and behold, the, the guy I've got with me today. We've been trying to put this together for a little while now, so I'm so happy we are here. But um, all the way from, is it Quebec, Montreal, whereabouts are you? I'm I'm in hi everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Barry, by the way, that wasn't how I was gonna do it, but international now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the south shore of Montreal, in the vicinity oh. of Montreal, in the province of Quebec. Mm. Uh in the lovely country of Canada. That's what I was trying to get to, all the way from from Canada. So one of the countries that is on my bucket list. Again, I'm not just saying that, that has been for years. Yeah, for I reasons been. that I've never been. No. And for reasons as we've discussed, I think it's it's more so, you know, I need to get over there to, to be amongst our brethren, really. But um yeah. Steve, Barry, thank you so much for coming on the show, mate. Thank you for having me. It, it was quite a surprise to to see uh well your message coming out of the blue after a special event that ha- that occurred, which we will talk about. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm quite uh, quite uh, giddy to be part of your, <laughs> your podcast there. Oh, bless you. No, I, I, I like the fact that, you know, I can I can make people feel like that just by having you on. Because I think it's guys like yourself, that the reason why I started doing this in the first place. You know, I'm quite a, a creative mind. I love to delve into people's creativity. When I find someone who who does things that I, I really, really admire, but then we have someone in particular in common um that i uh, can you know we can open up and talk about it's it's fantastic and this is never a chore for me to speak to guys like yourself so um to introduce you really to everyone who's out here so i'll leave it to you how, how do you how would you best sum up what you do because you've got a lot of strings to your bow so if you just give a quick a little, introduction a little bit i'm a i'm a singer uh and an actor here in uh local productions um mostly a singer and one of the questions that I get asked all the time is, what do you sing? And between you and me, I don't think it's a question that any singer likes to answer <laughs> because we, we, we sing for the joy of singing. We, we enjoy certain styles. I call myself a multi-style singer. Uh, I, could, I could put on a three-hour show of crooner music, disco music, rock, crew, uh, country, mm-hmm. pop almost you name it okay. and and, and I, can, I, I, I could produce that and uh i do listen to a certain style more than another mm-hmm. um but I, I like to put my voice on almost anything even uh, musical comedies is it the act of performing which is really your kind of driver true, rather than what that, it is true that. Yeah. so so many uh i i see so many singers that are just singing and mm-hmm. and they, they've lost the the, the the performance or the interpretation mm. here in French uh, in Quebec we say a singer is an, an interprète an interpreter okay. that's the actual job so is an, you're an interpreter of a song and when you when you do that you 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 kind of live it right mm. so it's important for me to to sing lyrics music that move people. Yeah. And uh, I can think of no other artist that does that than the one we're going to perhaps feature a little more. Maybe, maybe. just a little bit, just a little bit, probably. 
it's one reason why I'm really excited about this because of finally, you know, he's, he's someone I have spoken about myself because he's come up, he's inspired my work. I don't think I've shared that with you, but I you, can discuss you haven't. Well. No, so we'll we'll come to that. So he's a guy yeah. that I'm really, really, I, I don't find many people who I can talk to about. But um, before we get there, so what came first in the acting or the, the music? I think the dream of entertaining in general. Okay. Um, I remember as a youngster, I used to, re when I start reading, you, you see the title of a song on, mm -hmm. an, on a physical album or a physical uh, single. Yeah. I'm 58. So <laughs> it tells you, you know. Well, I'm I from a similar those... era, you know, a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the same kind of vinyl tape era. I, I do appreciate it. Yeah. And I, and I asked my dad, what, what's what's this name behind, you know, under under the, the title of the song? It's not the name of the singer. How come, who is this name? And he said, well, that's the songwriter. And that 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 really turned me on. And then noticing another song from another singer, but with the same songwriter. And, 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 and I started to, I, I guess I define myself now as an um, pardon my accent because i don't use those words too many times an otterist an, uh, an auteur okay. an auteuriste somebody who will uh, co collect the works of a specific author mm -hmm. and, and and when you start noticing that you hear different songs from different singers but with the same feather okay. if i may say yeah, la plume yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the style of writing, yeah. you kind of guess it. Okay. And uh, that's when it all started with our featured art artist. Yeah, Have yeah, you yeah. announced it at some point uh, in your... Uh... I haven't. I haven't. No, I will do. Okay. By the time this comes out, we will know. So, yeah, for people <laughs> tuning into this. Um, so who were your, you know, sticking with sort of the early, you know, where you sort of discovered this, this side, your love for, for music, entertainment, uh, whatever it was. Who who were your heroes? Who were the ones that you really gravitated towards? Two acts uh, came, came out uh, very early in my, uh, when you start to discover instruments and, 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 and when I started to play. Mm -hmm. uh, as a singer, I enjoyed the voices of the Bee Gees. Okay. Yeah, you couldn't run away from Bee Gees. I mean, you turned on the radio; there was a Bee Gees song. You switched mm -hmm. channels; there was another Bee Gees song. Back in '78, '79, in those years, mm -hmm. and that's at, at at the age that I was at that time. That's where the uh, musical awareness came to be, mm -hmm. uh, it, along with the adolescence and so on, uh, and being siblingless i don't know if you can say that i have i'm an only child yeah yeah uh, i kind of made them my extended family okay how i wish i would have had brothers and sisters and and, and perform music with them mm. and i'm about to live something very special which kind of uh, buckles it all up together yeah cool uh, as i'm about to launch a tribute to the Bee Gees. With a cousin of mine and my son, who's now wow. 21, wow. grew up being brainwashed by the Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so for singing, I turned into, I tuned into the Bee Gees. However, I was also writing songs. Mm -hmm. And being an, an only child, I didn't have any uh, older brother saying, you know, you sound like this or that. So some of my friends said, you kind of sound like Chris the Berg when you when you write music. 
Uh, your what subject. I, I, you know, I was yeah. 15. I didn't know who was Christopher no, yeah. in those days. So somebody lended me an album. I think the first album was either Crusader or uh, Spanish Train and Other Stories. Yeah. And what an album to have. I put it on and there's not one boring song on the, on the album. Right. And yes, I did recognize my chord progression and sort of some of my own compositions. Mm -hmm. The subject matters, you know, the positiveness, uh, the, the the mystical, quasi-religious yeah. Yeah. Uh, songwriting. And, and I found his songwriting akin to mine. Oh, actually, you know, I was being influenced by him without yeah. knowing it. Right. And since that moment, I've back collected everything he had done and followed everything since. So two acts, the Bee Gees and Chris the Berg, and that's really what uh, influenced me as a, a singer and a songwriter. There's similarities between them, would you say? Or would you say a little bit? And I can't wait for the day that Chris records one of Bee Gees' songs. That's, that's <laughs> a good question. Yeah, of all the ones that I've, I, I would I, I love to done. hear him sing. I started a joke. I would just love to hear. I don't know that one. I'm going to have to go and dig that one out. Actually, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I know. I think I probably know more of the Bee Gees than I. I think I do. You know, I know the obvious ones and that, but if I delved into it, I probably would recognize more of it. But that one, not familiar with, so I'll dig that one out. But, um, so yeah, there we go. Cut out the bag. Christopher is the is the the connection, I suppose, is is what led our paths to cross. Just to um, bring everyone in who's watching this. So um, we, um, I happened to see a post in uh, a fan, a Christopher fan group that I think we're both in on Facebook that yeah. you shared and it, it piqued my interest because you you see people who, who who do covers of his songs quite a lot you know you can find them on youtube and everything your video went beyond that because it actually it showed you meeting him and, and he was um and you were talking to him about your tribute act to him so i mean it's got to be quite special to have that recognition so firstly before I delve back in time and we can we can talk about our love of, of his music and that a little bit more. How did tell us about this project that you've you've created, you put together? How did it come about and how did it get you in the same room as Christopher? I have I've always been performing Spanish Train the Song ever okay. since I learned it when I was 15. Yeah. And in whatever band I, I I was in, I challenged the guys to mount it. Okay. Um, it, it's a very, uh, uh, it is a big challenge to, to, to orchestrate yeah. uh, for a band. And I had done that with uh, successfully with one of my uh, local bands called Hands of Fire from 2014 to 2017. We were mm -hmm. very much active in the, uh, in the circuit venues uh, on the South Shore of Montreal. Most of these guys have uh, moved on and they invited me in a showcase uh november 2021 a fundraiser for a, was it for a hospital i don't recall i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh and they asked me if i could play if, if i wanted to to remount spanish train and of course one of the bg songs because it's kind of like part of my uh people think of me here and they know 
the when they hear the Bee Gees, they think of me. <laughs> that's yeah, again. Gonna... That's 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 not a that's not a bad compliment, is it? Really. So, so. <laughs> so I mounted these two songs in, in part of a showcase. Mm -hmm. So there were uh, five uh, uh, guest singers in the show. And uh, when we did Spanish Train, we, we had a, stand, uh, a standing ovation. And one of my friends filmed it and said, I'm going to send this to Chris the Bird. Right. <laughs> this is November 2021. I didn't expect anything. Right. But uh, that person uh, that person was uh, Marie-Claude Belanger. And I have to mention her name because in 19, I think it was 94, 95, in those days... 96 maximum uh chris was touring with his beautiful dreams uh album mm -hmm. with the orchestra yeah. and uh when he when he, he did the encore um he was very he's always very generous in montreal right in those days he had a at least a 45 to one hour encore <laughs> alone with the piano and the guitar right and at some point, he was running out of ideas. Somebody yelled out, you know, sing Old Friend. Oh, wow. Is it okay. Old Friend or, uh, no, Song for You. Oh, the, okay. um, song the for You. Friend. Yeah. Yes, right. And uh, he said, you know what? Do you know it? Why don't you come and sing with me? And she, she went on stage. And from that moment, uh, I thought to myself, what a guy. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. I was sitting way, way in the... In the uh, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't have gone down thing myself with it. No. But um, I was. I was very uh, happy for this uh, young lady yeah. who uh, was singing with uh, with him. And when Facebook started in two thousand and eight ish, seems, that's when seems I like a lifetime in. ago, doesn't it? But yeah. It was. <laughs> I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> When I logged in, in those days, you could find people by interests. You could say, you know, I went to this uh, college or I love this artist or I work at this place. And you could find people with similar uh, uh, affinities. And then I found her. Oh, wow. She identified herself. And I'm, I'm a Christopher fan. And I went on stage with, and we became friends. So. We owe Chris our friendship like you and I. Oh, there you go. There you go. Spawning friendships. You don't even know it. So. And, and we've been writing and, and meeting sometimes. Uh, she, she actually organized a fan meeting with him. And I couldn't have made it because I, I had a show at the time. She's very, and she met him backstage, of course, after the, yeah. the, the show. And every time he comes to Montreal, they managed to, to talk to each other, right. meet or... Um, so she says to me, you should send it to, to Krista Burke, this video, you have to send it. And I said, really, how would, you know, what's going to come out of it? And she said, he's really active in the social media. When it really he, surprises me. When I, you when, follow his Facebook page and you believe he's not got someone posting for him. He's actually doing this, the stuff that he's actually putting out there. Which is That's right. That's right. Um, and so the video was sent and just, a few days before Christmas 2021, I get a message from him. Right. And of course, my first reaction in these days is you see a message from an artist, double check. You, yeah, have to yeah. Double check. Yeah. you never know. Yeah. 
click on the 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 the, the Facebook page, it opens up the official Christaberg fan club with so many followers. So yeah. I think to myself, this is legit. <laughs> Go back to the message and read it, and he says, "I I have to see." I, I hang on. <laughs> I'm gonna quote. I'm gonna quote it word oh, for word. Amazing word, word. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Here it is. Now, mind you, I I put the um, that video he's gonna talk about mm. is on YouTube. It's my performance of uh, Spanish Train. So you have to write down Spanish Train, Christopher Steve Barry, which is my name. Do that. And, I'll link uh, it. I'll link it. I'll stick the link in here. All right. So he says to me, and this is just a few days before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay. Do you see that here? here just about. You might have to you might have to, I can see. Yeah, just about. This is fantastic. What a great uh, version of Spanish train. You you even sound like me. And in the original key, congratulations. Where is this place you filmed this? And I'm thinking, he's asking a question. Yeah. I can reply. Actually, <laughs> starting a conversation as short as I it may reply. be. Wow. So it, it goes on. Hi, Chris. Thanks for making my year. <laughs> right. Uh, with your kind message. It was filmed at Montreal's Wheel Club, which I'd like to take an advantage and salute. Cliff and uh, Cindy from uh, the Wheel Club in Montreal, which is, I call it Montreal's Cavern. Okay. It's in the basement, and it's where everybody has to sing. Every if you want to, if if you think you're someone, you have to go there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the Wheel Club, which is a fine, intimate little place to record a show. Mm -hmm. I'll be seeing you April twenty second, and mind you, this is I'm talking about. April 22nd, 2022, yeah. where he was scheduled to come mm -hmm. uh, in Montreal uh, at Place des Arts. And I wish you and your uh, family safe holiday and healthy, uh, you know, all the social niceties. And I said, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to mount a tribute to your career. And I was wondering if I could have your blessing for that. And he writes, that would be wonderful. So I think I've, after I pinched myself for about <laughs> half an hour, after that, I called the guys up who had played with me on that showcase. And I said, guys, how, how about a tribute band? Now I have to start a big a parenthesis, a big quote unquote. Mm. It, when, you, when you talk tribute bands to musicians and you say, well, it's not going to be the Beatles, so some of the hands go down because right, most yeah. people know the beat yeah or you know rolling stones yeah. or pink floyd there's there's that so many tribute bands of these successful bands mm. yet equally successful successful chris the berg mm. nobody will raise their hands no. why they know a song or two but they never played it no and they normally know one right? and i will go on record to say it's my least favorite of his so you know, I, mean, I think, I, I, so I think much, I'm on the same page. There is so much. I think we know what on. we're talking about, yeah. right? Because we knew him before that song. Mm. And that song could have, and I think we're talking about the Lady in Red. We are, yeah, we are. It's a beautiful song, mm. 
But for us older fans, if I may say so, mm-hmm. we had a secret Chris the Berg that like we that we kept to ourselves. And now he was international. Yeah. And we kind of felt like it was not a a song that represented him as much that is exactly what we knew of him before. That is exactly if what I tried to that. Yeah, yeah. Cause I as I've discovered him, I I I'll, I'll give breakdown in a bit when you finish, you know, I, I won't you know deter from your story I will never <laughs> No, right, fair enough. Um but the more I've gone back as I you know in late in more recent years, it's his 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 old his earliest stuff that I've really, really connected with. So yeah, when you talk about Lady in Red, I'm like, it's it's yeah, you can kind of see where it started to change possibly for him. And uh, although his stuff after that is fantastic still, it doesn't hold a candle to the stuff he did before it. So trying to encourage people to just kind of park that one for a second before you pass judgment. There's True so that. much, so much stuff there before that. So I owe a lot to the band that that was the backbone behind this because they had to learn. 20 odd songs to mount <laughs> and some of them are not easy chord progressions right. and what have you so april 20 uh, 2022 mm. we were scheduled to to play and i did this on purpose one day before he was supposed to come to montreal right to our uh, disappointment he canceled the the april 20 uh, 22 uh, show right. due to COVID. Right. Rescheduled for April 2023, just this past April. I, however, did that show. It was Friday, April 29th, 2022. <laughs> this is the poster, which is a, 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 a mismatch, uh, not a mismatch, but a collage of most of his uh, sleeves. You've got it's fantastic. You, know, you pointed that out to me before we came on. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. The getaway, the man on the line, the eastern wind, the crusader, of course, Spanish train. You got the train in the background here. Mm-hmm. His eyes are in the background there. And I think that was that was it for that. Oh, the the uh, into uh, flying colors, the colors in the. In the ah yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. So we do that show and. Uh, I think I sent him a video or two, but I didn't push it that much. Um, But then he announced at the beginning of 2023 that he was coming April 16th. So I called the wheel club and I say, hey, can we do the Can we do the show again on April 15th, (laughs) the day before? Uh, And they they booked myself and, and knowing that his schedule might allow him to come and see our show. Okay. Um, and lo and behold, it did. Uh, he had a Quebec City date, a Sherbrooke date. Sherbrooke is in the uh, eastern townships uh, in Quebec. Mm-hmm. And then Montreal. And between Sherbrooke and Montreal, there were a couple of days off. And mm-hmm. that's where my show was the day before his show in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So I write to him and I say, I'll be performing at the Wheel Club. We'd love to see you there, blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. He says, go for it, Steve. But he doesn't commit to coming. No, and, no, no. and I and I I respect that because you don't you, you don't crash in on a show and then the attention comes to you right. as the artist. Mm. So the uh, the people from the wheel club communicated with him and guaranteed him a little private 
surrounding with the bouncers not to disturb him, you know? It's graceful. Really, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I started the show and I'm coming up to the, 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 the break, because I think in French. Uh, we finish up the first uh, set one with Crusader, which is a six-minute yeah. epic yeah. storytelling song, mm-hmm. progressive song. Mm-hmm. And just before the break, I say, wouldn't it be nice if if he would show up? And when I start part two and I say, well, if he doesn't show up, how about we send him videos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flood his inbox. And some people caught it. They, they, sent, they sent him clips. <laughs> And he writes back to one of them. Right. And this person comes to me and says, I got a message. And I said, I wish I could be with you. I can't. I was supposed to go with my son because I didn't want to go alone. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have had to hire someone to come. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my son decided to go shop in New York City. And now he's stuck there. And I, I can't. I can't make it. I'm sorry. He knew I was seeing him the day, the day after yeah. for his show. Yeah. So I go to this show. I'm, I'm, I'm not disappointed. I would have loved to see him at my show. Mm. Um, but still, I, I, I enjoy... I, th- I think he's the artist I've seen the most before me. I think oh, he's okay. at least between eight and ten times. Mm. And and I did it. I, I took it upon myself with the song, with the, with the album, A Better World. I went to see him in Montreal, which is 20 minutes away from where I live. That's the one. That's the one. Exactly. My only time seeing him. Really? He's on that tour, yeah. With the rose in the background, the lit up rose. Mm. Uh, And I went to see him in Quebec City, which is three hours and a half drive from home. And I have to say something for him. The Montreal audience, he is is so generous with them. He Mm. puts on he, he gives more time to the Montreal audience because okay. it all started here for him. Okay. Internet, in, well, he was, uh, I think it was 70, 1977. He was part one of the Super Tramp uh, yes, I, tour. Yeah. Uh, even in the Quietest Moments tour. And he, he did his little uh, tour de chant, if I may say so. Mm-hmm. And he got an encore. And in 1977, you don't, you don't you don't applaud an artist so much <laughs> to get an encore because you can't wait to see the the main act. Yeah, yeah. But he got an encore, and from that moment, the, the next year he was headlining for himself. Okay. Uh, and and the love story with the local radio station, Shom FM. Mm-hmm. That's another story about him that 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 really defines him as a generous person. Mm-hmm. The main uh, DJ, uh, his name was Terry DeMonte, mm-hmm. uh, retired about a, uh, two years ago. And when he did, that very morning, Christopher called him to wish him a happy retirement. No way. Terry DeMonte it now lives in Vancouver, which is at the other end of the country. Mm. And if you have a look at Canada, it's pretty big. It's, it's pretty big. Pretty big. Mm. Terry DeMonte flies in to Montreal to introduce him when wow. he's performing here. Mm-hmm. So there's a love story there going on. Amazing. Uh, you know, 
a pe- very this, generous. And this is this is what does everyone's got their taste and everyone's got their reasons for and for you know not liking certain things. And I always get quite riled up when when people just kind of you know cast him aside sometimes not their thing that's fine but they are only judging him on one or two songs that they know without yeah. really wow. knowing everything else exactly and you know i uh he's probably one of the the only artists that i get quite passionate about that you know um other bands that i'm into other artists they've come and gone but i think he's always been there. i was five years old i think when i first heard his music my dad played flying colors which is why it is the one I've chosen in the background because that was the first one that I ever heard. My dad used to play it on loop, and I used to sing along to "Don't Look Back." Five year old sing along <laughs> to that in the back did, of the car. For a kid, I can see how interesting it is. Yeah. Did, did, did... I didn't know. I was just reading the back when you had lyrics in the liner, in the booklet, right. in the cassette, and that I just used to sit there reading them. My my mum and dad, I remember, just used to laugh at me for singing that particular one. But there's something about that album that I've always gone back to, and it was when I I was leaving for university. I was I was 18 in 2002 and I I discovered and I was clearing a lot of stuff out the day before I moved away to go to, to university and I was going through my mum's my cupboard where she had all her cassettes and that and I found Into the Light and I had never listened to it before um, so I stuck it on cassette I still had a Walkman in them days you know so I stuck it on <laughs> listened to it and that went with me that was one of those albums that I discovered that night when I was feeling quite apprehensive about you know, going out on my own pretty much. And it went with me and that reignited then for me, my my love of his music. And I just went back and I was like, there's so much here that I don't know about. And then Spotify comes along, makes it so accessible to just, you know, you can you can, you can can go back and you right back to the beginning. I've done it again today. I've gone back to Spanish Strain and I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just go from the beginning again. What an album. Oh, it is. Uh, it is. On, on April uh, the 16th, when he was performing his own show, mm-hmm. in the very last um, 20 minutes of the show, he invites people to come down and dance up front, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And my wife is <laughs> looks at me. We, we didn't have the best place, in, the best sit, seat yeah. in, the, in, the, in the venue. She pushes me and she says, go, go, go up front. <laughs> you know? And I'm going, no. <laughs> Well, you know, I would, you know, we'll cuddle up during, you know, Lady in Red or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just, just go up front, or you'll regret it. Yeah, yeah. So I owe it to her as I I uh, am making my way up front, and I mean up front. Yeah. I I could smell the leather on his shoes. Wink, wink. Which is another song. <laughs> for those who didn't get it i did that's, that's there you go a true fan you know a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he looks down at me and i and i pull up my phone mm. and i show him the page of my facebook tribute yeah. which is spanish train a tribute to christopher featuring steve barry yeah. and i point to it and he looks at me while he's playing high on emotion <laughs> and he nods and he, he he i think he went like that meaning i i i interpreted it as come and meet me backstage mm. um i now i know this venue la place des arts in in montreal i know where the 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 green room is mm. um, 
So I wait, and there's a couple of fans in front of me with badges, you know, backstage yeah. passes. Yeah. And I'm with my wife. We have no passes. <laughs> I did have my cell phone. Got a personal <laughs> invitation, though. That's yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, his manager, Chris. This this is a Chris story, Chris. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's the, all the best hour. Opens the door, lets the, the 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 people with the passes in, and he looks at us and he says, "You have no passes." And I said. Sir, and I show him the conversation that we had on Messenger. And I said, could, could you tell him that Steve Barry's here? I'll just take up a minute or two, you know. Mm -hmm. He closes the door. He says, wait, wait here. He closes the door, comes back in 15 seconds. He says, come in. Uh, <laughs> I hand my phone to my wife. My heart is beating. And I know I'm going to meet one of my yeah. Yeah. two acts, yeah. the songwriter. As I'm waiting in the lobby of the, the green room, there's a lot of, you know, hooplas, people, you know, congratulating themselves, the musicians and all. And they're, they're dressing up to leave. It was chilly April, mid-April day in Montreal. So I know we don't have a lot of time. And then suddenly I hear with his gentle voice, Steve Barry from the Wheel Club. I saw your videos. And I turn around and there's... There he is. And he greets me like I'm a buddy. He he shakes my hand and I hand the phone. My wife has the phone. I said, Phil. <laughs> Record. Otherwise you'll regret it. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, she didn't mean you'll regret it in, 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 in a threat. Just you'll regret not having yeah. been up front and being noticed because yeah, yeah. It, there's a way of getting you noticed. Yeah. So here we are, not regretting it at all. No. And he he says, I saw your videos. You're you're a very good singer. And I'm going, oh my God, I'm hearing that from him. <laughs> and, and and but he emanates such a gentle aura, mm. a humble aura that if he's listening to this, I have to tell him, Chris, you are a blessed man. And it, 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 every fiber in your body makes us feel comfortable. You know, yeah. there's, it's, not, it's not a fan with this artist. It's really two human beings mm. sharing a common thing. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it, definitely more it, it, And I'll tell you, Chris, if you are watching this... <laughs> Thank you. Please, I need to have you on here as well. To be honest with you, but, you know, if we get to that stage, I need to thank you, Steve. If we ever get to that stage, <laughs> so. but what an amazing man! He and um, he he goes on uh, saying, you know, like, while I have him sign his very first album. Aha! Uh -huh. Ah, great. Um, That's a key. He, he he says. Uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still going uh, and the, some of the songs I don't want to he says I don't want to change the key and he's, mm. he, this was the second time he had written to me about me singing in the same key as, mm. as he does and he says you know I still want to sing them up there <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, and I, I make them like that you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and and that is he, the biggest you know I guess this is the thing. There's a bit of a stigma sometimes with with tribute artists that they they just try to sound. Their mission is to sound or look 
or both. Like the artist said, they're they're trying to take off. That's not the goal, is it? Really, I don't think for your one. It's just that's just how you sound, or have you trained yourself a little bit to? I, to... I don't hear it in my own voice. No. I, I know my voice is is a composite of many different voices. I grew up with Tom Jones, Barry Gibb, and Chris Berg. And then mm. if you could put that in the blender somewhere, it does. It's got you. Yeah. It's a throaty, mid voicey, falsetto y. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, so it's it a, a lot of styles. Um, and I tell them, I tell them, your mixed voice is amazing. It's, it's really, it's as young as when he. Mm when he recorded them yeah and um yeah. and so of course of course he notices my wife at some point as she is dressed in red as all ladies oh, who go are dressed in red <laughs> and i tell him this is my uh my lady in red and i almost named her patricia ah. <laughs> oh by the way the link you have to if you have not seen that i perform uh patricia the stripper uh, on youtube mm. If you look, Patricia the Stripper, Steve Barry. Uh, it was a, a dance show for my stepdaughter's uh, annual dance class finale. Mm. And there's a French cancan, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Almost. Uh, it, it's, 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 and we had a few of those at our show. Right. Um, uh, it... Uh, I've, I've seen i've seen your performance of that it's it's it's, it's, it's fantastic yeah we thank you so much um so yeah yeah and then when when it when it when it was the time for me to take my wife's picture i i wasn't filming anymore mm -hmm. and then when we saluted each other uh to, to, as he left he said do it again next time i come book yourself a show the day before and i will do everything <laughs> to be there oh. i'm there still go. pinching myself there you go pinching myself he's got no signs of slowing down either has he really I and mean, let's be honest he's still I mean, when he does a world tour he does a world tour you know, oh he goes my gosh. everywhere still like he's... like he did back in the day he, he had just finished a canadian tour in april may and then I see him starting a solo tour in, in was it Germany? I think, now... Yeah. 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 It's just him. Is it, it an, like an acoustic travel. kind of is it an acoustic kind of one? Was it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna come with a, a to celebrate his 50, 50 years. Fifty years. Who can last that long? Oh, fifty years. Yeah. I know. And I one of the other big artists that I, I've referenced that I've, I've spoken with someone about on my show, who's a, a big influence to me is, is Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull. And mm. I think sadly, nowadays, he really has lost, he, he can't carry his voice like he used to at all. You know, he, his voice changed, you know, I think it was the late 80s, the, the quality of his voice is changing anyway. And he really can't sort of carry it like he, he used to. And it's almost one of those that it's sad to see that happen because you you'd like to remember them like they were what i've seen of christopher and i saw him back in 2017 he still hasn't you know he's still trying to do it and he's he's succeeding i would say 99 percent of it there's probably you know a few here and there which don't quite sound the same but he is still doing it you know and he is he's still pleasing everyone that he's performing to
Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But when you have a, 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 a a tour list of shows and he whenever whenever he comes to quebec he keeps adding shows <laughs> the sherbrooke show was not scheduled it was uh and then the when, when yeah. he came on the uh, 16th of april he announced a uh, supplementary date for the uh, the day after wow. so of course he's going to be on safe mode yeah yeah and and when he speaks he speaks under his voice like that yeah these are all it's techniques very, very softly spoken yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's i i you know i can't praise him enough and i'll say the uh the, the music has been a massive massive part of of my life like i say since i um since i was like five years old and you know i've listened to all of his his albums i've got my favorites um that i always go back to um I'll put you on the spot now before we, we sort of you know before we start to wrap it up what is your favorite then a favorite to listen to favorite to perform or are they the same they're not the same. Favorite to listen to lately, Read My Name. Okay. I rediscovered that song, this song, Read My Name. What album's that? About for every child that has Yes, I don't want that. I'm sorry, I'm totally off. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Well, no, you've, you've been talking for a while. I haven't yeah, been drinking. I, I, I have been here. Read my name. It really gets to me. The samba beat um, is, is something I, I that my wife brought to my attention because she's a samba dancer. And when I was listening to that song, she said, "That song you have to play." And it wasn't in my uh, in my in my list of songs to perform, but it will be okay. next time we do. We do. Cool. Okay. Uh, I love the whatever is. Um, I think it's daring to write music about the story of christianity mm, yeah uh, and and uh like the risen lord uh oh, spaceman yeah. came traveling yeah a lot of songs like that yeah. uh i i i find them very um uh, brave mm. of him to have yeah. written songs like that yeah. songs i love to sing borderline I just love to sing mm. Borderline and uh, Spanish Train yeah. and Crusader because they're a mouthful. They're, they allow yeah. me to perform. It, it's really like a monologue. And that Crusader, particularly Crusader and Spanish Train, they're not, more, you know, there are speaking parts within it as well, but it still sounds like it's, it's still yeah. part of the city. It's yeah. fantastic. You're telling a story. Yeah. And, and, and in different, uh, uh, plateau or paintings mm. it's a different painting every you know part one two three four yeah. we'll go on um and because these songs are uh, a challenge to mount mm. i'm very happy to to be able to to uh to offer them to the public yeah and oddly enough i asked when i when i was performing on in april uh on the 15th I asked, there were 150 people in the place. It was it was sold out. And I asked, uh, by show of hand, how many people saw or are seeing Christoburg tomorrow or the day after? Yeah. And I, was, I think about 10%. Oh, really? mm. Okay. Only, only. Wow. And I asked, how many people have never seen him? And there were a majority of people. Okay. I didn't understand no 
I did not understand that. No. So they, they like yeah. his music enough to come and see you, but not to come not see to... me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, and without knowing who I was, of course, yeah. I had maybe 20 friends there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, it, but the majority of people didn't. And that's why I told them your music lives on. Yeah. Your music is, is, is draw is, hmm. is, it'll, it'll outlive you. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It's a legacy. Yeah. It, wink wink <laughs> oh come on he's got that many songs i think you could probably put <laughs> easily put some of them in there I, you're right I, I think the one thing for me as i've gotten older that i've really really respected again this is where i, I went with with jethro toll as well is the storytelling in the lyrics you're not just listening to the music's fantastic don't get me wrong but for me it's this is why his earlier stuff really really speaks to me it's they're all stories whether they're known stories ones that he's created he's melded out of something they all tell a story. Um, this is where I started writing um, 2013. Um, I, I, I don't think I've divulged to you, really. Again, listeners um, to this show, if you're regular, you'll know what I do anyway. But I, 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 I'm an author, um, or I was back then, and I've, I've written some horror fiction novels. Two of Christopher's songs um, gave me one of the stories i think if anyone who knows my work and there's not very many but the people that do they always go back to one character one story and they came from two of his songs directly um spanish train and don't pay the ferryman gave Ooh. me this idea for this this character and he is a, a dickensian gentleman i call him the trick jack he's a he, he he's a very very suave very sophisticated very manipulative gentleman who works for the devil and he gets people to gamble with their souls so this is where the spanish train thing his calling card is a playing card and if you get given one of them you've been called to play his game essentially and the the initial story i wrote is based it follows this poor guy who 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 is on the run and he finds himself in spain and he gets saved by the trick of jack and he gets put on this train which is bound for hell and you know, I, I, it's just that it gave me. I don't know what it was, but it was just listening to music. Really, you know, um, I could write and I could, I could come up with ideas best when I was listening to music. And those two songs just kept going round in my head, and it's just perfect. And I think out of everything I've done, that is what I'm most proud of. And again, just you know, links it back to, um, to to his work, and and you know, that's how important it was to me. Because if I hadn't have got that, I don't think I would have carried on. Because I would have kind of hit a wall not really knowing where to go but i've brought that character back in pretty much everything i've done because he's so much fun and he means a lot to me and i think you know it came from that so wow different spin so it's not that i do play the guitar to myself i love playing his stuff but for me it's that i can claim and i can say i've taken his ideas in a slightly different direction than people probably would have thought and uh, quite proud of that so, now see in the background the second guitar not the acoustic one hmm. The, the one in the background there, in the back of you. Yes. Is this a 12 string? I don't see the... I haven't got a 12 string. I really, really okay. want a 12 string. It looks, it looks like the shape of his no. own 12 string guitar. Ah, no, sadly, no. I'm Definitely, I, I do want one because I didn't used to think there was... I, I didn't know what the difference was, but when you see and hear and play it, you realise where these qualities come from in you know, some of these songs. You can't... You can kind of recreate to a certain degree on a six string, but sort of missing something, isn't it? 
yeah. I have a 12 string. Yeah. I, didn't play, I actually learned 12 string guitar before six string. Wow. And that's why when I was 15, somebody said, your songs sound like Chris the Bun. And that was it, yeah. But he was, yeah. And oh, I, I, that's I very cool. Yeah, of course. I didn't I even know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Steve, you know, I, I think if we, we had another hour, I could just sit here and... and We're going to have a bit about the Bee Gees next time. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, this doesn't have to be the only time at all. You know, this is what I said at the top. We've got so much that you do, which um, I, I admire so, you know, so much. And it'd be great to delve into more. So we'll definitely bring you back on again and have another chat. Um, feel free before I, before I do unfortunately draw it to a close anything that you want to promote that you are that you've got going on that you've got coming up performances wise projects anything you can talk about everything is on my website triple cool. uh, www.steveberry.ca that's s-t-e-v-e b-a-r-r-y like Barry Gibb <laughs> ah yeah it makes sense now <laughs> <laughs> Um, and all the shows are there. Uh, mind you, the, the website is in reconstruction mode. So the biography is there, but it's mm -hmm. only in French. You can hit the translate button, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done it. I did that. So it does. I, I will say it is. It's, it's a, well, I don't know what, what you're meant to say, but it's, it makes perfect sense to me. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, I'll I'll be doing uh, we will be doing a uh, another showcase in November here in Montreal a, a fundraiser for anti intimidation funds uh, uh, November 9th uh, and it's going to be on my website so Fido uh, Fido what am I saying uh, steveberry.ca Cool, cool. And you've got you got a few Facebook pages out there as well. You've got one I know set up for uh, the Christopher. Um, got the Christopher. I got the Bee Gees one that's yeah. coming up, and uh, of course my own. Uh, yes, and my uh, my Facebook page is uh, Steve Berry. That, yeah, Steve. Thanks again. This has been absolutely amazing. I'm so glad we got to do this. I know it, it took a little bit of sinking our diaries, but we did it, and uh, we'll definitely do it again. So uh, oh, definitely, yeah. a true pleasure talking to you. And you. All the best, sir. Until next time. All right.